the holiday season is here and we're kicking it off in the most horrible of ways with a movie that's more like a bad and boring episode of Law & Order SVU than a holiday horror Christmas movie. We watched Krampus, The Christmas Devil. We watch it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me is my, always my co-host, my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing on this fine, warm, very warm December day? Unseasonably warm December day. It's like it 60s is, out there. Yeah, it's like 70, it's like 75 degrees, <laughs> 70 degrees outside. It's ridiculous. People are outside mowing their fucking lawns. Yep. <laughs> I took the garbage out. I saw bees in December. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, I'm doing good, man. It's December 2nd. We have officially kicked off our Christmas horror movies. Mm, it is like the... No, it's the second. It's not no, the it's the third. It's the third. It's, third. <laughs> it's not the second. Never mind. All right, guys. Yeah, December third. Opening my flask. <laughs> Gonna keep up. <laughs> Maybe you know why I don't know the date. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, it is the Christmas season. We're we're kicking off our. Aaron just said our our our, our Christmas seasonal horror extravaganza. And I love this time of year. <laughs> I love it so much. I, I'm a big Christmas guy too. So I'm a, I like Christmas. I'm a big fan. I got my Santa hat. I'm pretty pumped, and so what goes better than horror and Christmas? Well, it's not the best combination, <laughs> but fuck, is it fun? It is fun. Uh, before we get to the movie, like I said, we always, you know, we, that's uh, what I remind you guys it is the giving season. And with it being the giving season, what better way to sh- show your love and appreciation for the people that bring you joy in this lifetime? Like us. Like us, than by maybe donating or giving us a few. Dollars of your shekels, <laughs> of your shekels, <laughs> uh, a shiny silver pence, if you will, or something. Uh, yes, you could donate to the show at uh, patreon.com. Look up Horrible Horror Podcast and you can donate money there. Uh, all the money goes to show so we can help you know, continue to bring you more content and hopefully better content and expand the show, you know, you know, into YouTube videos and animation and better equipment and maybe some videos and other stuff. There's a lot of things we'd like to do, but. You know, a little few bucks here and there would definitely help us make that a reality. Uh, so, yeah, Horrible Horror on Patreon.com. Um, on that, Aaron, um, why don't you also tell us about the uh, tell, tell the fine listeners about our, all of our other little sites and social media. Okay, yeah, we're on social media like everyone else. But, of course, we're on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at SoBadIt'sScary. You can find us on Instagram. We are also uh, available on our own website, which is... Uh, you <laughs> don't know www.horriblehorrorpodcast.com uh, there you can check out uh, a lot of our episodes we have different things that we've done recently um, check out our hall of fame mm-hmm. the hall of fame is there um, I, I think we're going to be adding to it pretty, pretty soon uh, maybe next week we we got we, we have to have a little sit down powwow and uh, make it official vote in we have to check the votes you know Gary be out and, okay. uh, make it official but we might be having some new additions well, that's before cool. the year ends yeah 
and you can listen to us on iTunes. Uh, so yeah, if you if you like us on iTunes, check us out. Uh, please give us a five star rating because you know it's nice. It bumps us up there. So we like you. We like us. Give us a five star rating. That'd be great. If you don't like us, just uh, don't say anything. It'd be nice. Yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah, five stars only, please. Thank you. Uh, also, we're on Podbean. Check us out there. Uh, yeah, so give us a listen. Yep, that's it. Um, now a few other things we have. Uh, we don't have. I don't have an official date for this because uh, this is my fault. I meant to talk to Aaron about this before we even started recording. I totally forgot because I was. Uh, well, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm in intrigued. a little rush. Uh, but we will be. It's like I said, it's the giving season, so we will be giving away um, a brand new, unopened um, Friday the Thirteenth the game on Xbox. Uh, with extras that came in. This was something I pre-ordered years ago when I first heard about a game. Finally got here. So, you know, it's got like a little double-sided poster, some magnets, a sticker, and then the the exclusive Bloody Jason and extra counter clothing uh, included in there, supposedly. Um, So we will be giving that away. We'll figure out what we're going to do. So uh, follow us. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram uh, and Facebook to uh, uh, get more information, learn how to enter and when we will be giving this away. Um, also, we will be planning, uh, upcoming, we're going to be playing some, uh, horrible horror game nights. So, uh, so you gamers out there who listen, can join us on Xbox. At, that's what we got. We got Xboxes. So, uh, to play Friday 13th and, uh, some dead by daylight, uh, if you will, if you, you know, care to join us for like a Friday night of gaming, yeah. uh, probably have to be 18 to 21 to, to participate. Cause we're probably gonna be drinking and, and, you know, we are in a, not We're a, not going to be giving him beer. Well, that's true. But, I mean, we will probably be drunk ourselves playing. So, if yeah. you can handle a drunken uh, Aaron and myself being stupid uh, playing games, feel free to join us. <laughs> note note to gamers out there, I'm horrible at video games. Yeah. Like, really, really bad. So, I will be great fodder for uh, Aaron's an easy kill. To, yeah. He's an easy kill. But, um, yeah. And, and ch- trust me, if I kill you, I will gloat and rub <laughs> it in your face as much as I can because I barely – it's a win, man. Yeah. I need a win. <laughs> so, stay, again, follow, us, follow our Instagram and our Facebook page. Just stay tuned for that and learn when and how to get involved well, with that's that. That's cool. Um, moving on to the, this this week's movie, kicking out the Christmas season with – a little ditty called Krampus, the Christmas Devil. Now, this Krampus movie is not the Adam Scott one, the, the big motion picture one. Uh, this is a independent little crappy movie that was released on August 17th of 2013, which, again, really odd time to release a Christmas movie in August. Um, don't know what they were thinking there. That's just... Well, it wasn't weird. like a big release. It was no, a very not. tiny release, but they re-released it in 2015. Yeah, I'm sure they to, did. To piggyback off of the, <laughs> the Krampus. Adams, yeah. Yeah. The, the big, so it was like, that's that was when their, their big release was. Yeah. That's was in the, 2015. Yeah, that's that was the Adam Scott one in the theaters. Um, which I watched this, and I, I know some people hated it, I think, but actually I didn't find it that bad. Unfortunately, it's only PG-13, but it wasn't that bad. I found it actually kind of enjoyable. Um so anyway, this movie, Krampus, Christmas Devil, was written and directed by Jason Hall. Uh, you can find it on Vudu, Amazon, YouTube, iTunes, and Google Play. So it's it's out there. Um, the cast, we aren't going to talk about a single fucking person except for one. One person is worth mentioning, and that is Bill Orberst Jr., who plays Brian Hatt. Um, he's got 168 credits to his name. He's the, by far the most accomplished and uh, actor in this entire cast. Uh, he actually won a daytime Emmy in his career. And he's been on shows like Criminal Minds, uh, Scream Queens, which is a fun show I really enjoy. And he's also uh, in the movie that 
We've been hearing about it for years, but for some reason, it still hasn't been released. But Death House, yeah, no that shit, too. Uh, <laughs> so this mystery movie. Uh, other than that, there's nobody we're talking about in this cast, and I don't even know how they got this guy to be in this movie. He's the only honest. one who can act. He's the only he, one. He's the only one who acts. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. Um. So that's that's open this bag of crap right up. Uh. This. All right, so we open the movie with unwrap this. this uh, <laughs> take off the bow, unwrap this bag of crap here. Yes. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. <laughs> so we open with a narrator talking about Christmas and Santa and how there's this long forgotten tale about Krampus and he's Santa's evil brother. And we had this like stock footage yeah. of people unwrapping presents and yay, Christmas, Yuletide cheer. Yeah, and he just goes on and gives us the Krampus backstory, which pretty much everybody knows by now. So they give you a big holiday feel yeah um so after the narration we cut to krampus who's dragging a sack through a snowy woods and in, snowy fields in black and white and it says 1983 yes thank yeah. you for that i forget um and inside the sack is a young boy screaming for help and krampus i don't know if you noticed but walking through the woods his feet did you look at his feet no not really okay even in black and white as he's walking through the woods he's dragging this kid through the snow and the kids kind of going, ah, ah, yeah. they're doing a close-up, but the feet drag him through. It, I swear to God, he's wearing Crocs <laughs> with, like, homemade, like, Bigfoot shoe type thing. Like, Kleenex boxes over him. It's ridiculous. His feet look That's retarded. Funny. I guess that they're trying to make him look like hooves in that scene, but, yeah, I, I missed that. It looks like shit. <laughs> so, Krampus comes upon this frozen lake, which is really just a you know, glorified puddle. Yeah. It's <laughs> really large puddle. And basically drops, throws this kid into the lake, frozen lake in the sack. And he pulls out his naughty list and scratches the final name, Jeremy Duffins off the list. Um, and then we see the boy <laughs> running away from the frozen lake back to his house. And like, so instantly miraculous. <laughs> yeah. Instantly. He's out of the lake. I'm not kidding. It's like Krampus throws him in turns and starts scratching his name off as the kid gets up and runs off yeah. behind him. It's like, and- this guy is really, he's just, must be the end of the day. He's like, fuck. Well, I did my job. So, fuck, he's dead, cross off the list. It's Miller time. <laughs> and not only did he instantly get like, like he's also miraculously dry. dry. He just was thrown into a frozen lake. And he's dried. He's just dried to the bone. Just nothing wrong with him at all. And uh, so Krampus now as return. He returns to his cave lair, where we see that on the naughty list, the name Jeremy Jeremy Duffins is no longer scratched off. It, it magically it becomes magically unscre- comes yeah. back. Yeah, the the line through it disappears. Exactly. Now we fast forward to present day, and a now adult Jeremy is woken up by the ring of his cell phone. Uh, we find out Jeremy is now a cop, and he gets in, he gets called in by his captain due to another missing child report. And we briefly meet Jeremy's wife and daughter as he leaves the house. Um, he heads to the police station, and this is where we roll the opening credits, which take way too long, in my opinion. They seem to last forever. Dude, so long, while some really, really shitty version of Alice in Chains, like <laughs> this Alice in Chains wannabe band, is playing over it. Yes, thank and, you. And, I, and for the record, I've always hated Alice in Chains. Really? Yeah. I could have sworn you had, like, their albums when we were in junior I did. High. <laughs> I tried, because the cool, like, you know, like... I liked Pantera and Metallica and, you know, Sepultura. And a lot of my friends also were like, yeah, Alice in Chains is cool, too. I'm like, yeah, Alice in Chains. <laughs> and I bought a few of their albums. And I'm like, ugh. just did not like them. <laughs> just did not like them. So I'm officially not an Alice in Chains. You, you don't like the rooster? 
<laughs> no, no. I never said, like, here comes a rooster. Okay, time to make ch- fried chicken then, I guess. Like, I don't know what's the point of a rooster coming along. But anyway. <laughs> we're going to probably get some angry people here. But... I'm sure we will. Um, so at the station, uh, Jeremy talks to his captain, who is just a really shitty actor. But, I mean, pretty much everyone in this film is a shitty actor. Oh, yeah. Everybody is. Um, and this scene is filled with nearly every contrite cop dialogue cliche you can imagine. Um, and Jeremy then starts mis- linking the missing kids in this town to cases of missing kids all over the world. All over the world. Which he magically knows about. All of a and the captain is kind of slow to buy into this, but he's like, they just blame Jeremy on his own abduction as a kid for this theory. Like, oh, you were just because you were abducted as a kid that you yeah. did this. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. There's no reason. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. <sighs> I, and, but then he like saying like, oh, I kind of believe you. Uh, and he's like, you know what? Get some men together and go search the area. So we okay. <laughs> let's let's rewind real quick. <laughs> we have dead kids, right? Dead or miss and or missing. Mostly dead or miss, and yeah. missing kids in this area, right? Yes. In his jurisdiction. Yes. And how many people are on the case? And he's saying, hey, this could be linked to several other things. And they're like, okay. You sure you just not fucked up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I might be. All right. <laughs> Let's go get a beer. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, gather up some men, go search the area. And before, as, as Jeremy is about to leave, the captain tells him that some convict named from Jeremy's past named <laughs> Brian Hat has been released from prison on parole. And they're like, what? Huh? What? And like, how dare you? And like, oh, whatever. Deal with it later. Yeah. <laughs> he just came brushing off. It's like, no big deal. Like, oh, by the way. <laughs> The psycho murderer you put away, rapist guy. Yeah, his, he's he's on the streets, and he said he's coming after you and your family. <laughs> but don't worry about it right now. <laughs> There's no details. There really no, like, isn't. They just gloss over it so blase. Like it's just they don't. I don't know. It's like what are we, how are you supposed to care about this? Um. So the first place Jeremy goes instead of doing actual police work, is he goes to the local bar. Goes to the bar. To get a drink. Yep. Get some good stuff with Jack and Coke. <laughs> he, or, yeah, he does. He orders a Jack and Coke, but I noticed the... Uh, but for us drunks and alcoholics that watch this movie, you can clearly see that that is not what the bartender makes him. <laughs> it looks like, rather, instead he gets a tea from a generic booze bottle and Coke. That's what he gets. <laughs> it's just a random booze bottle filled with tea. <laughs> it's not Jack Daniels at all. Um... So Jerry meets up with these two guys, um, and he fills them in on what's going on in his plant. Now at these guys, this time these guys, I have you have no idea who these guys are supposed to be at this point in the movie. None. Like they they don't look like cops in any sense of the word. They look like bikers. bikers. Exactly. That's exactly what I said. They look like just biker thugs. They look yeah. They're 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 actually stereotyped, cast typed biker bikers. thugs. Oh yeah. These like you see these would be like extras in like Sons of Anarchy or oh, something. Oh, because like that. I looked at their INDBs, <laughs> and guess what else they've done. Biker movies. Biker movies. I know the one guy did. Yeah. The, uh, the one the longer, it's the skinny one. Ridiculous. Yes. They're He's bikers. Got rings on every finger. Yes. <laughs> big old, big old fat silver rings. Huge goatee. Yeah. Tats, <laughs> full sleeve tattoos. So we get a little bit more backstory on Jeremy as he reflects back on his childhood with these guys. And again, it doesn't fucking matter. So yeah, he drops the bombshell like. You know, hey, these we're gonna go look for, for you know we're gonna look in this area for some clues, just kind of find out what's happening. Basically, they're going on a recon. They're yeah, like you know they're gonna go research, see what's going on, what's going on in this area, just kind of do some investigation. Oh, by the way, I've been you know buds with you for a long time. I'm gonna <laughs> drop this little nugget on you too. Yeah, I was a bad kid when I was young, and I was abducted on my way home from school, and blah blah blah, and I think it's the same guy. And I uh... and their reaction is kind of like, oh. 
Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Hey. All right, dude. <laughs> One guy puts his hand on his head. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they drink some more. They talk some more. Jeremy then gives them like a, some like vanilla uh, Manila folders or stuff. He's like here's some information. These things. Uh, meet us. We'll meet up in the morning. And uh, he leaves. The other two stay behind and start drinking and talking more. But and as he's walking away, the biker with the goatee comes up to him and stops him before he goes. Yeah. Goes, hey, man, he's not human. He's not human. Talking about the abductor. Is it? Because I thought he was talking about Hat here because they, they start talking about that Brian Hat again. Oh, yeah. And Jamie's like, oh, um, you know. I'm not too worried about him because he's just out. He's going to revel in his freedom for a while. I'll, he's not going to do anything yeah, they, right they away. Said, okay, yeah, that's right. So they talked also about this escape, the guy who got out of prison, yeah. saying he's going to, you know, he's he's coming after my family. He's coming after us. But we're going to put that on the back, back burner. burner. Yeah. Don't worry. And there's, like, no details about there it really whatsoever. Is, there's so – there's a glaring – Lack of detail about anything in this movie, it, right? Um, and, doing, and then we get some stupid backstory. The things we don't need details on, we get. <laughs> like we get a backstory. Oh, Jeremy is supposedly rich. He's, he comes from money up because his grandfather was super rich and he inherited all this money. But he's but, he does it because he loves the job. Yeah, it's like he doesn't. Need, so, but like, who fucking cares? That, <laughs> that plays nothing, no role in this movie. You just whatsoever. wasted three minutes of what like <laughs> other details we could have used. Yeah. Or now we're getting like his more like, about Brian Hatton, what's going on there, why like, he has money. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> So now we cut to Santa Claus meeting up with Krampus in the woods at night. Now, this Santa is not the jolly old Saint Nick that we all know and love. Nope, this Santa looks like the bike the ga- bike gang leader of the other two guys we saw earlier. Yeah. He, he's got, instead of the nice white beard, he's got, he rocks like a gray Jim the Evil Neidhart goatee. And he's got like long, short-length gray hair. And he just looks like... Gang leader Santa, he biker just gang looks leader. Pissed. Yeah, angry Santa. He just looks. There's nothing jolly about this motherfucker. No, he's there's not at all. There's no, you know, rosy cheeks. There's no like bowlful of jelly laugh. There's he's no, not even fat. No. He's, he's just a normal dude. He's like a, another biker. So Santa tells Krampus that he only has a few days left to finish his job, and he's supposed to bump Sean Roberts and Heather Duff into the top of the naughty list because they are now priority number one. These guys, everybody else, don't worry about them right now. Get these two kids. They're they're public gaming number one right now. So when did fucking Santa become like a mob boss? I know. He's like, <laughs> you know, like I thought Santa was like, oh, you're naughty. I'm not going to give you presents. Oh, yeah. He should, it's yeah. weird. I know in all the other, you know, Krampus. Yeah, Krampus punches the bad kids. Santa does the good ones. But so when does Santa like get involved with the bad kids? He's like. Kill them all. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, like they're good fucking gangland boss. <laughs> Like yeah, this guy get he gets get punished. Oh, he's like oh this one kid he went good on us. He's like pissed like the kid went good. He went good. On- like, fuck, fuck. Like, that, is that a good thing? Would you want the kids to be good? But not this sad. He's like fucking kill them all. <laughs> so, uh, we go back to Jeremy returning home and he goes straight to his man cave bar and again starts drinking. Yeah, this so, time he does have gentleman Jack. Yeah. So this <laughs> so we have a cop who's supposedly obsessed with finding these missing kids. And so far, all we've seen him do is drink at a bar and drink at home. He has done zero actual police work or any sort of investigating these cases whatsoever. Nothing. Uh, he Now he pulls out this giant revolver from a, a safe. Uh, loads of hand cannon. It is a hand It's massive. Loads with one bullet. Goes into another room. 
where on the wall is this, the large map of the United States with all the missing kids' pictures pinned up on it. And on the sides of the map are these are the missing kid wanted posters. And while he looks at it, we hear the, the sounds like kids screaming or oh, playing. Oh, God. And it's played on this recycled, on endless loop. loop. And it's so annoying. Ugh. So fast. Like, after the second loop, I'm like, I'm sick of this. It's, it's only, like, two seconds long. Yeah. It so, sounds like kids playing, like, on a playground. And then yeah. there's a kid, one kid who yells out kind of loud, Mommy! Yeah. And just a loop it's not over scary. and over and over and over and over again. It's, it's annoying. Yeah. It's really annoying. So Jeremy sits down on this couch. And he starts having flashbacks of his abduction by Krampus. And this is like the third time we've seen this crap in the first 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we fucking get it already. Like, you don't need a flashback already of this. And not only that, but it also includes this conversation with the captain, which we don't fucking need a flashback we of something that happened five it. minutes ago. We don't need a flashback of that. It's fresh in our heads. Why is that in here? It That's just bad. Bad filmmaking. Uh, so he loads, like I said, he loads revolver with one bullet, raises the gun. He aims at something off screen, off the screen, and just says, it's you and me. Pulls the trigger, click. So nothing happens. He spins the cylinder. Now he places the barrel under his chin, pulls the trigger, <laughs> click. What? What the fuck? <laughs> this is so goddamn retarded. I mean, again, like I said, this guy's supposed to be obsessed with helping and finding these missing kids. And that's his goal. That's his life purpose. But now he's fucking suicidal? Like playing Russian roulette with himself? Like, <laughs> this makes zero sense, and it makes me so angry. Dude, it's so crazy, because he also seems like a well-adjusted guy. He's got friends. He can yeah. talk to him about his personal problems. The captain also knows about his personal problems. He's got a wife. He's got a kid. He's got a really nice place. His and apparently he's rich, too. Yeah, his <laughs> shit's really together. You know, but there is, again, zero backstory information why he decides that uh, I'm going to play Russian and try to kill myself. Other than he was abducted and got away, and he seems to be pretty well adjusted. Yeah. But now he's, like, suicidal yeah, he, hanging like, he, on the edge. He's not even taking meds for PTSD or, or anything. He's totally fine, but just, I'm going to kill myself. It, it comes out of nowhere, and never again does he have, does it come back. Nobody comments on this and never circles back. It's just no. a weird, useless... Cause it's, it's cause it's cool. Infuriating scene. He's, he drinks whiskey and plays Russian roulette. He's he's troubled. Yeah, that's that's like the scene they show, but there's no evidence to support that. Yeah, and it, it, nothing comes back to it. Uh, so since he didn't kill himself, he. I guess I'm gonna work back yeah, to work. Like, oh, I'll finish my drink, and he stares. He goes starts staring off at the map again. Now we cut to these three kids playing Monopoly in some other house, and one of the boys gets, just gets pissed off and just flips the board. He's like, fuck this game. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> flips the board over. <laughs> so this girl, the girl that's with him, sees Krampus staying outside in the backyard. But of course, when mommy comes over to look, he's gone. Uh, the girl leaves to go home because she gets a phone call saying she has to come home. And asks Sean, who's the kid who flipped the board game, like, hey, will you walk me home? Which is like, okay, fine, I'll walk you home. So this is the kid that's on the naughty list. He was bumped up to public enemy number one, apparently. Public enemy because he flips board games. <laughs> yeah, he flips board games. So what a little asshole! Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> kill that fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the only, only 
bit of naughtiness we 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 can link to this kid so far. We've never seen this kid before. He flips a board game, yeah, and then he walks the little girl home, and he does it in the cutest way ever. Yeah, they hold hands as he walks her home. It's fucking adorable. Yeah, it's like there's nothing. It's like why is this guy no not? It's super cute, (laughs) and it's not like she's like, can you walk me home? He goes, okay. It wasn't like I don't want to. Yeah, there was nothing like. God, you know. No, he's like, yeah, sure, I'll definitely do it. Sure, no let's hold hands. <laughs> Walk you home, and it's like two houses down. Yeah, it's really not that far. <laughs> uh, he drops her off, and he turns the head back to where he came. But that's when he gets abducted by Krampus. Krampus <laughs> has got some balls because <laughs> he just bums rushes kid in the middle of the street, middle in of pl- the day, plain view of all the houses that line the street. Houses of row, like row, just of, row house. of houses along the street on both sides. Both sides. And he just runs and. <laughs> Grabs this kid, throws a sack a over him, burn like a potato sack, just throws it over the kid, scoops him up, and runs off. <laughs> now even like, there's no white windowless van, or they just no. scoops up the kid and runs He's down the street. He's on foot. <laughs> In the middle of the suburbs. In the middle of the day. <laughs> so... No, he's got some skills. <laughs> so next, we join up with Jeremy and his two buddies, oh, bikers slash hired guns. They're out in the woods. Scene. It's so stupid. They're pulling out assault rifles in the back of an SUV. Let's just start. They get out and they're decked out in because it's snowy. Everything it is, is snow. Yes. There's snow everywhere. They're decked out in white camouflage snow snow, snow camo. camo. With, I guess they're their best Kev- tactical Kevlar vest. Tactical, but it doesn't say police. Nope. But it has their name. It on has it. a name patch on, but there's no police there's insignia, no, no indication. Yeah. They're just tactical. They vests. just look like NRA hard on kind of guys. They really do. Who just like militia type guys? Yeah, wanna, militia type. That's a who great. Who just want to play with guns and like act like they're in the army? And they're not even like fully decked down camo. They're just wearing camo shirts with like black jeans or pants. No, like, there's, there's no camo pants. Uh, well, whatever. No. But. There, there's just a camo shirt with yeah. a tactical yeah, yeah, vest, and yeah. they all have, like, assault rifles. Or, like, blue jeans or dark jeans. Yeah, dark yeah. jeans on. Um, they all gear up, and they move out. Now, the next shot of them, <sighs> I just, it's so out of place, I can't help but laugh, because it's them moving across an open, snowy-covered field. open field. But they're moving across it like they're in a war zone. Yeah. Like, they're tactically moving across, and it just looks... So they got comical and out of place. Their guns are up, like in almost an aim position, squatted down, looking around. I mean, you can see for miles. Yeah, th- there's nothing around there's, them. It's not like and, you're going to be walking around a corner or anything. It's not like you're in an urban environment no, or like heavy the, woods. I, mean, I remember doing that kind of training, basic training in the army, like we were doing, you know, movement, squad movement, all this stuff. That's the type of shit you do, like in combat zones. Like this is you're just they're like again, like bad hunters just out wandering the woods, but they're like ready to go. to War with Al Qaeda or something. Oh, because like the best part is when they were walking oh, through. Oh, the hand signal? Yes! Yes! Because <laughs> Jimmy just like throws up the fist and they all come to us something. Like, oh! They all drop, get their knees, look around. Start looking around. And then, like, two seconds later, Jimmy's like, does the circle. He's all waving, waving his, his finger like, around. Let's go forward. It's like, <laughs> what? What was the point of even stopping? There's, like I said, there's no danger around them. They can see. For like acre, they have acres of land around them where they need to see clearly. No noise, no movement, but they're like, huh, what's that? Oh, okay, let's go. <laughs> it's like, what? Why? It, it, it's, if it's trying to add some drama, suspense, or tension to this movie, it All completely fails. It, was comedy. it, just, it, yeah, it, it just made me laugh. It completely fails. Um, so more shots of them going through the woods, trying to look like SEAL Team 6 or some shit like that. And this feels like an eternity of just... 
than watering Steel through. Team Six. Um, uh, again, they. <laughs> This is like tadpole three. (laughs) (laughs) So again, they come to a stop and Jeremy whispers to them that they have reached the lake where they found a body. And again, I'm like, why are you whispering? There's nobody here to hear you. The woods are barren. There's nothing in eyesight. And like, but he's whispering like, okay, guys, listen up. This is where we found the body. And we have to be very careful because they could be around here somewhere. If they're there. One, they can see you because you're out in the fucking open. It doesn't matter. You can see them. They can't hear you. Just right. It's just maddening. Uh, again, they move out. The fat, fatter one spots some blood in the snow, which looks like they just dumped red Kool-Aid in the, in the snow. Exactly. That's exactly what it looks like. Um, and again, they follow the blood trail as we see Krampus darting around some trees. And eventually, they see Krampus in the distance, which at that range, Krampus would look like just a regular old dude in a black coat. Yeah, there's, there's, no, there's nothing that's like... You, they see someone. They see someone. And even if he's someone who looks like he's wearing something scary, like, eh, yeah, you know, like a weirdo, yeah, you'd say, they, okay, hey, there's a hey, weirdo over there. Freeze. Hey, stop. These guys are supposed to be cops. These are cops. And yeah. they just blindly just open fire without abandon. They just go, open fire. fire. <laughs> they, they just th- unload. The three of them line up. And unload their <laughs> clips as fucking dirt butt rock starts playing. <laughs> because they're shooting. I bet you anything. Because it's low budget. I bet these guys are just NRA nuts. Gun nuts who love guns. And they bet they were just unloading full clips. Just not like. I bet they were shooting live rounds. Bro, I bet you been. anything they were shooting live rounds. Just like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is the type of movie where so-and-so died on the set today <laughs> because this low-budget assholes wanted to go play Army in the Woods. But yeah, again, like, they're cops. All three of them are supposed to be cops, and they, there's not they a didn't freeze. They didn't, say, knees, they hey. didn't say, hey. Yeah. They didn't say free. Then nothing. No, they hey, just, police. Like, not just open fire. So they have no idea who this person is. For all they know, they just... Open fire on some innocent guy enjoying a walk in the woods. Right. Like, just, oh my God. I, <laughs> so bad. So, after all three of them unload their clips and hit nothing, Jeremy tells him to reload, follow him as he they take take off in, the, in that direction. Now, there's a shot of Jeremy. Oh my God, I can't believe. This whole thing is just giving me a migraine. Jeremy starts kneeling down and touching the snow and ground like there's some kind of way yeah. that's going to help him track Krampus. What is he doing? Like, like, yeah, did he just gain, like, a mutant power? Did he just become Thunderbird? He's, like, the tracker. He's like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to touch the ground. I'm going to know where he went. <laughs> I can track him by touching the snow. Like, what the fuck? Wolverine, like, smelling it. He's not even smelling. He just yeah. touches the ground. Yeah. He's going to, like, instantly know which way he went. I mean, there's no... He's, he's not touching footprints. He's not touching blood. He just kneels down, puts his hand on the snow, and he's like, Oh, he went this way. I'm like, what? It's like he's Aragon. You know, <laughs> listens to the earth. Their pace quick. Ar- Aragorn? Aragorn. Strider? Aragorn. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I said it wrong. Uh, anyway, it's just, it's just fucking retarded. And he does this more than once. Yeah, he does it like three times. He gets up, walks a few steps, and does it again. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> this earth isn't telling me shit. Let me go check over here. <laughs> I know Thunderbird it might be a... a, a, a a bit of more of an obscure reference, but god damn, that's what he did. That was his He was a super strong Native American character who could track by, like, could, that was his superpower. He could track people by touching the Had ground. the and, strength of a bear. Yeah, and, and if you watch the new, the new uh, 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 
show the gifted. He's a character on that, which is basically what he does. Well, there's his brother Warpath, who yeah, yeah, who he yeah. died, or where one of them died. Thunderbird died. I thought Warpath died, and, Warpath. and Thunderbird came next. Oh well, uh, like one of the two. They're basically the exact yeah, same fucking yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, they wore the same outfit. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, so anyway, the three of them get separated in the woods, and then all of a sudden, everything goes into slow motion as this movie. I'm going to say it now because this movie has a fucking hard goddamn on. hard on for slow. Yeah, thank you for slow motion. This movie would be 20 minutes shorter if it wasn't for all the slow motion. Yes. Like this director, like just like, ooh, slow motion. Like I have to, like he fell in love with slow motion and just decided, let's use it every possible chance I get, even if it makes zero sense whatsoever. Yeah. So I, I couldn't stay in the slow motion. And also just like the distorted camera effects. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah. It's like every camera like trick that came with the software they use. Are just like, it's like, ooh, this, this guy was like this. day one of film school. Like he learned yeah. like, ooh, I can distort the film. I can make slow motion. All right, let's do it. Like this is the type of shit we would have done when we were like 15, make yeah. movies in our backyard. Like, oh, we could actually do slow motion. All right, cool. It's going to be the coolest thing ever. And yeah. we, we would totally would have overdone it. Saturate with slow motion. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens from here on out. Because you're playing with it. You're learning it. But yeah. you don't release it to the public. <laughs> No, my those movies are still sitting in a box in a closet. <laughs> Where <somewhere>. they should, <laughs> just like this piece of trash. Tom the Zombie will never be seen to the public. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway, we see Krampus swinging this long length of chain above his head, and he just hits Jeremy in the head with it, knocking him out cold. Oh, he hits him, does he? Because all we see is him swinging around his head, and then we cut to Jeremy going, "Oh, uh, yeah," and, like falling down. <laughs> There's no impact. There's nothing hitting his face. All we see is a Krampus swinging a chain, and then Jeremy going, ugh, Ugh. (laughs) like falling down. Yeah, they couldn't even get that kind of That's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, that's something we would have done in our... Yeah. (laughs) Um, So now up runs Norse. Now, this is only getting this because they're fine wearing... Norse is the skinnier of the two with the long goatee. With the goatee, with the rings. The rings. And... uh, but Krampus just pff, knocks him out too. At the same, just same, same thing. effect. Just swings his they chain just, around. It's the same scene. They just recycle the same yeah. footage again, and it, and uh, down falls Norris. Yeah, and Krampus proceeds to wrap their legs here with the chain, and he drags them off. Now we cut to the fatter tag along cop guy, who I think his name is Walker later. But I, I yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so he spots Krampus, and now the film now. They do the opposite. They speed up the film to make it look like Krampus like zipping through the trees, like, like, like moving super like, fast, like a, yeah, supernatural speed. But it's just like one and a half times faster. Yeah. Um, so the guy pops off some more shots, uh, but hits nothing as Krampus moves about, uh, and it, it's paired off some really odd sounding sound effects that sound like whale songs as Krampus moves around. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't even do it right, it's but like it's humpback it, whales. Yeah, yeah, it's like humpback whales music. Like, what is this? This is such an odd choice for a sound effect in this in, in this scene. Um, so again, we get this uh, more slow motion as the guy turn. He's standing there facing one, and he turns around in slow motion, and there's Krampus standing right behind him. Krampus punches. Instead of using his chain or a knife or something spooky, he just fucking jacks him. Yeah, he just punches him right in the face, <laughs> knocking him to the ground. He throws a good right cross. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, he just curb stomps the shit out of this yeah. guy's face and head. He falls down. Killing and... him in slow motion. Oh, yeah. The curb stomp scene. Oh, my God. He just, it's just every time it comes on, boink. <laughs> and it's in slow motion, and they don't show it. 
him getting stopped. No, you they see just the show foot go up and the down. foot going up and down, and then they show his face, which is like bloody, a little bloody. Yeah, barely bloody for yeah, what? Just he looks like he might be unconscious, yeah. but apparently he's dead. He's dead. You never see him again. Now we cut to some random girl in only her panties, chained up in Krampus caves, <laughs> completely naked, other than her panties, and she's just t- chained up there. And the two cops, Norris and uh, Jeremy Duffins, they wake up to the sound of her screaming. Uh, Jeremy sees the kid Sean, who got abducted uh, in a, this makeshift cage, like a wire, like chicken, a chicken wire, wire ki- makeshift, ki- you know, wooden pallet yeah. cage. Uh, seeing that Norris is awake, Krampus goes up to him, tells him that you just made the the list. I guess referring to Norris. Yeah, so again, is, why this, is he on the list? He's this is weird. This is weird. So the girl's tied up. Yeah, she's topless. Yeah, with her big old titties flopping around. Yep. She's chained up above her head. Krampus is coming up, kind of like rubbing his fingers on her face, like making like creepy things. And she looks and sees Norris like getting up. And she kind of makes eye contact with Norris going, ah! And she starts shaking her head. And this makes Krampus go, oh, turns around and sees Norris awake. Then he says he made the naughty list. Does it be, did he make the naughty list because he was... Stepping on Krampus's game? Yeah, like, I don't... Was he <laughs> interrupting his uh, flirting? His playtime? Yeah, like, his playtime. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, why is he on the naughty list? Like, it wouldn't make any sense to knock Norris out, drag him all the way back to your lair, leave him there, and then wait for the wake up, then kill him. Yeah, it's a... Again, the, hardly anything in this movie makes sense. Like, no. the, nothing makes... The script, the, 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 the storyline, the, nothing makes sense. But that's a great point. I didn't even think about it, but that is a great point. Yeah. He just wakes up as you made list, then he pulls out this giant weird looking knife in slow motion. In slow motion, kills <laughs> Norris by stabbing him in the chest, and then rips out his still beating heart with the knife. Oh, and it's it's a perfect like plastic heart, yeah. you know, like you get from any like Halloween store, and it's supposed to be beating still. It's, yeah. it's making the sound effect of boom, 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 boom. But you can tell the person who's holding it is like maybe twitching their middle finger. Yeah, just, just enough, kind of squeeze it, just just, the, just like no. enough to make it look. It's it's pathetic. It is. It's fucking pathetic. It really is. Um, and then for emphasis, he holds it up and squeezes it, yeah. crushing it, but it's clearly red jello. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like gelatin. Uh, so Krampus now turns attention to Jeremy. Uh, seeing Jeremy up close, Krampus says, I know your face. And then he goes to look at his Nihilist. And using the name tag from the Kevlar vest, he compares it to the list and sees that the unscratched off Jeremy Duffin name. So he's like, oh, he puts two to two together. Oh. Oh, you're the kid that immediately got out of the lake because as soon as I turned my back and didn't do my job. Better late than never. Yeah. Right? Um, Jeremy pretty much immediately manages to escape and flee the cave. Yeah. How does he get He just... He like... Up, gone. It's like the laziest like rope tied around his waist and he just wiggles out of it and he's gone. Uh, Krampus really doesn't seem to give a shit about this. He just turns his attention to his pet. Yeah. The girl, (laughs) the chained up girl. And he starts rubbing her face again, and he's like shoots out some cr- super crappy looking magic shit into her face. You mean his roofie lasers? Yeah, his roofie lasers. Thank you, the roofie lasers. What was that? She's scared. She's terrified. He zaps her with this roofie lasers out of his fingers. Yeah, and then all of a sudden she's like, Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Now she's all like turned on. She's like, she's into it. It's like the, it's like the killer eye that would like zap the girl. Yes, shoot yes, the yes. It's like love potion number nine. All of a yeah. sudden, she's she's down to party. She he unhooks her. She starts like kind of giving a little wiggle. Like it's uh, no, he doesn't unhook oh, he doesn't her. Unhook no. her. But yeah, she's, she's but, but she's, she's like, all into she's it. She's into it. And uh, 
it, it looks like I think Kramis is about to start to make out her because like he kind of gets in front of her and like leans into her. But the camera cuts back to Jeremy running out of the cave. And we get several, and in my opinion, way too many shots of Jeremy running through the woods. I mean, it's, yeah, we get it. He's dude, fleeing the cave. This this is kind of a this is a jerk off scene. This is the <laughs> actor, the actor going, dude. You know, he's in decent shape. Everybody's like, check. I'm gonna run my fucking balls off. It's gonna be so cool. And he runs, and he's running through rocks, and he's jumping over stuff, and he's running sliding, through a river, and blah blah blah, sliding down a hill, and running through like, and he's but yeah. Great, wonderful athletic uh, ability, fantastic. But Good for you. wow, do we really need to watch all yeah, this? They could have cut three or four of these shots out, of the way, and we'd still know that Jeremy's running through the woods. Like mm. it was, it was overkill, way too much. Uh, back in the cave now, Santa shows up and gives Krampus the business for fucking around with this girl, saying playtime was two days ago, and like Santa like snaps her out of her horny little trance, and he unde- on, he lets yeah. her go, and she runs. I was like, get out of here. Yeah, you know, dude, Santa comes in and says, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That should never come out of Santa's no, mouth. How no. How dare you? Exactly. God damn it. So Jeremy makes it back to his car, drives off, and he calls the captain, fills him in what's going. And good God, this the acting in this scene is so bad, and the Ryan's even worse. It's fucking atrocious. Like, I can't emphasize enough how bad this scene is with the acting and the writing combined. Uh, back in the cave, Sean, the kid, begs Santa for help, but Santa starts yelling at the kid for being naughty, and he's like, fuck you, kid. Santa's like, hey, Sean, you know, Krampus here is gonna hurt you for being naughty. He calls him a little shit. He calls him a shit, he's like, you know, fucker, and the the kid is like, looks generally terrified and is crying. Yeah. And like, fi- I don't think this kid's acting. No. I think this kid's like a little too young. He's not. He's probably not a professional child actor. Nope. He's probably someone's kid. Or like, hey, I know my buddy Mike's got a kid. And then and, and in, in comes Hell's Angel Santa right. yelling at you saying Tram is going to kill you. And he's in a little fucking cage. <laughs> uh, ev- <laughs> eventually, Santa tells Sean that he's lucky because there's someone else who is worse than him. And that this year, Santa's going to let him go. But if he's ever naughty again, Krampus is going to come back and fucking kill him. And terminate your life. <laughs> he's yelling at him like a drill sergeant. Yeah. So, Sean sends free and runs off. And Santa tells Krampus that time is running out and the naughty must be punished. I'm like, really? Because you just let one of your top two most naughty kids go. Even though you just said, this kid is probably number one. Yeah. Take care of him. And then you're just like, no, let him go. You have him right there. Yeah. So, again... Nothing makes sense in this script, in this movie at all. You're going back and forth. They, they're contradicting itself. Just, if you really, if this is the end game, if this is your goal, just kill the kid and then move on to the your number one. Then you got, you know, two one of two birds down. Yeah. You're halfway home. Now you just let one go. It, it, it's not going to take any more time just to kill him real quick and, and dude, move on. They just do not seem to give a shit. And this like, is weird that I'm dude. advocating child murder all of a sudden. I'm not, <laughs> but I'm just saying, in the premise of this movie, these characters just kill the kid, move on to your number one kid. But this, it's so weird because they let uh, Jeremy Duffin go, the cop, go. They let the girl who is topless go. Well, They the, let the kid go. Yeah. All these people are escaping from this location and would probably be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> There's a mon- monster and a, monster and an evil Santa in this cave right, right here. Like, and they don't give a fuck. No, they don't. So Santa goes on to say that the girl Heather Duffin is really naughty and that not all the missing kids in the area are of Krampus's doing and neither is the blood the f- cops found down by the lake that we we t- that looked like Kool-Aid earlier. So, uh-oh, 
apparently Heather is a little serial killer in training right now. She's apparently doing really, really bad shit that nobody knows about. Uh, Krampus has six hours left till midnight to finish his work. Jeremy arrives back at the station, fills in the captain in another god-awful scene that's just fucking terrible. Um, for some reason, the captain is like tells Jeremy to hand over his gun and badge it. He's off the case Dude, now because this scene, this scene is horrible. So he comes in, comes in the police station. Right. He's like, "Where they're killed? They're back at the. He killed them both. Oh my god, we gotta go. Oh, what's <laughs> happening? Uh, I'm not exaggerating. This is how no, it it's is. exactly uh, what it is. Uh, 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 and he's going, and the cops going. Uh, the captain's going. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. And finally goes, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah. I'm like, Thank you. Thank you. But again, like. He has him turn. He's like, "You're you're off the. Kid. You're give me your gun, and your badge." So why? Like, I don't understand. Like this again. It's back and forth. He supports. He supports. Everybody's. Jeremy's like the great guy. The captain knows him and knew his father and knows Jeremy really well. And he's like, "Oh, give me your badge." And then, well, we're coming up on something. I'll I'll try to remember to come back to this. But this is so he does. He turns over his badge. He turns over his gun. Yeah. So and, he just really quick. When he was back in the cave, he had a fucking gun. Yeah, right, he, he would have apparently would have had a gun. He, had, with he him. had a gun on his leg. He pulled the gun off his leg. So when he was getting out of the escape from the cave, he had a gun. Oh my god, I totally missed that. You're totally right. You should have just shot Krampus. He had a gun <laughs> and he left a topless girl and, and a, a kid. kid in a cage. Plus, these are the worst cops. These are the ever. worst fucking <laughs> cops ever. Someone's are so doing my job. I'm gonna go to the bar, and get drunk. I know. Fuck these kids. <laughs> Tied up. <laughs> The monster. <laughs> oh. God damn! I didn't even think about that. That makes it so much worse. <laughs> oh, so he so, finally calms down, and he what's he do? He goes, he goes take a shower. All I need is a shower. <laughs> and then they play like sexy music yes, as he's showering <laughs> in slow motion. <laughs> The worst cascade down his bald head in slow motion. It's like fucking emotional romantic music or some plays in the background. It's, what is happening? Oh. Okay. Oh, I'm snotty laughing. Jeremy ends up in his car again where he pops some pills with some more booze. Yeah, so. As crappy butt rock music plays. This guy's the worst. He gets into his car after, like, horrible things happen. And instead of, like, focusing and being a good, tough cop and, like, I want to get revenge for my buddies. Like, I need to go back to that cave and free them people. Nope. Nope. He's like, fucking pops a couple Xanax and downs it with whiskey. (laughs) Time to get fucked up. (laughs) Shit. So, oh, God. And again, more slow motion of him sitting in a car doing nothing. But you can tell slow motion because the snow outside his window is falling in slow motion. Yes. Oh. Of all scenes that don't need to be in slow motion, a scene of somebody sitting still, still. in a car <laughs> might be the right. top of the list of things that never need to be in slow motion. Oh. So now we see Krampus' hands reaching out from the backseat. Krampus grabs Jeremy. They struggle. Jeremy is just repeatedly smashed headfirst into the steering wheel. And they shoot it from, like, four different angles. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really bad. And it, it's like this butt rock music. It's like, yeah, I know. And it just looks like he's, like, headbanging. It does. Like, into the, like, and he's putting his hands up. So he's not really being slammed. He's, like, slowly, like, 
Yeah. Flop. It looks like he's just like flopping on the steering wheel. It's like when wrestlers get, you know, when they get take the head, the, the the head of the turnbuckle, they put yeah. the hand up for Yeah. Um, so, but then he wakes up, still seeing the car, Krampus is nowhere to be seen, and he drives off, and where does he go? To the bar! To the bar, <laughs> to motherfucker. The bar. <laughs> At the bar, Jeremy sees a news report about his buddies being killed, because that's super fast. So he literally just escaped. Just escaped. Went to the police station. Yep. Hey, we're all going to, like they said, we're going to send teams, we're going to send teams, you stay home, we'll go to the location. Mm-hmm. Takes a shower, goes to the bar, boom, it's on the news. It's on the news. And he goes to a cop bar. A cop bar, yeah. But yeah, a cop bar. And uh, also, <laughs> the funny thing about the news reporter, when you the scene where you watch a news reporter like read this report, you notice that she has no idea what she's saying because her eyes keep looking up. Like she's clearly reading cue cards. Oh, yeah. She's constantly looking up at these cue cards. It's, it's, I found it hilarious. Um. So the bartender Henry or Harry, whoever the fuck he is, an ex-cop, he tries to give Jeremy a pep talk. I'm sorry, we talk about that news report again, really. Sure, quick. yeah, we're, talk, we're looking at that news report. They show pictures. They say two police officers were killed. You know, Officer Norris and Officer Walker, and they show a picture of Officer Walker, who's a picture of him in his camouflage gear from so when he was literally just hours ago. In the woods with his same gear, same gun, same everything. In the woods, like, smiling like an asshole. <laughs> and the other picture they show of Officer Norris, who's the goatee guy, it's him, like, in an empty football stadium <laughs> with a plaque and a cheerleader. <laughs> huh? Like, that one they just took, like, a home image of. Like, yeah. oh, I have this picture lying around my house. Use this one. And the other one just, like, I was throwing this up there. Like, what? <laughs> no. It's like... Him accepting an award in an empty football stadium, like like the Silver Dome or something, <laughs> like with a cheerleader. They couldn't really. They could have gotten like rented like a cop outfit just to take a picture of them in like a police yeah, outfit, and like, like, like a badge the, photo. Yeah, or like something. the badge. Yeah, the, the records photo. Like no, but you're totally right. It's the picture of them in the white camo with the Kevlar. Vest One's on. in the white camo and the Kevlar vest. The other one, he's at a fucking. <laughs> Empty football stadium. <laughs> a kid or something. Yeah, it's, it's so... Anyway, so, like I said, the bartender tries to give Jeremy a pep talk. Jeremy calls his wife. He's, he gets, like, he's get, like, I I was a cop on the beat. I, I know what it's cop. like. I know he's, he's supposed to be, like, from New York. He's just like, huh? You understand what I'm saying? Huh? Huh? He's like, his... His pep talk is just, you know what will happen to you, right? You know what will happen if you go if you go down that road, if if you don't let the sun shine. You know, you know what will happen. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like, that's his pep talk. It's just nonsense. It's so bad. And it goes on for like five minutes. It does. Uh, it's finally broken up with Jeremy getting a call from his wife, but the conversation, is again, is meaningless, boring, and unneeded, so Basically, I'm not even skipping over she's it. She's like, I've been worried about you. I'm at the bar. <laughs> It says on the news your friends were killed. I'm at the bar. I'm baking cookies and it's almost Christmas. I'm at the bar. <laughs> These horrible people. Yeah. Uh, now, after this, there's a, there's a scene of the bartender, Harry or Henry, whatever the fuck I call him, Harry. Uh, and he's getting into it with, with another cop who's pissed off at Jeremy for some reason because Jeremy, I guess, let his buddies die. or these cop- There's three other cops sitting there yeah, three other who cops. work in the same fucking town. Yeah. Who should be going to this cave because they just found out that two of their police officer and this friends is, have been I mean, killed. Right, this is not like New York. This is like a small town. This is so there's not like a police force is going to be huge. <laughs> yeah, but so there's just three cops just like, 
Four fuck. if you got Jeremy. Yeah. And they just like say, fuck you, Jeremy. Yeah. Like, there's no camaraderie. None. There's no like, oh my God, you just went through a horrible situation. You're trying to defend the law. Let's 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 rally around them. They're like, fuck, fuck you. you. And again, there's they there's no real they try to explain it a little bit, but there's and they do a piss poor job of like, why is this guy why do these guys hate Jeremy? What did Jeremy do? Like there's no real reason for this animosity, this hate coming at Jeremy's way. Um, so we go to Jeremy's, we jump to Jeremy's house where his wife Rebecca is on the couch with her teenage daughter Heather. They're wrapping Christmas gifts. There's a knock on the door. The wife answers, and there stands the man who says, "Hey, I'm a friend of Jeremy's." Again, blah blah blah. But the man bursts in, followed by two other men. They grab and restrain Rebecca while uh, one, the, one of the other ones goes upstairs to get Heather. And of course, this is Brian Hat and his and his two lackeys. Uh, Rebecca pleads with him to take whatever he wants. Just don't hurt him or her or the daughter. Um, and Hat's like, hey, you don't have what I want. What I want is not here, and you can't give it to me because what I want is the 10 years of my life back that I spent in prison. Um, and we find out that Hat was put away for raping a little girl, which she even admits to doing. And they tie her up, and they drag Rebecca away, where goon number one does, while goon two is upstairs. Uh, goon two is up there looking for Heather. Heather shows up in a doorway. Dude. And, oh, okay, first, before I go into this, first, I do want to say... Uh, like we, we commented at the very top of the show that uh, Brian Hat, the actor Bill Oberst Jr., I think is he's the only one in this movie who can does a decent performance. He he can actually he actually has some creepiness and some yeah. he he's psychogenous to him. He's pretty good. Um but now what happens here <laughs> is so ridiculous and unbelievable that it's just insulting, I think, to the viewers. Um so Goon Two's upstairs looking for Heather, and Heather looking for Heather, who is a teenage girl. teenage girl, uh, maybe 15, 16, 17, yeah. somewhere in there. Um, Heather shows up in a dark doorway. It kind of leans up against the door and like seductively beckons him to come closer like with her finger, like the come hither fingers, yes. and it looks like she's trying to hit that G spot, <laughs> um, which he does. He walks right up to her. Heather's like he like takes off his sweatshirt, yeah, his jacket, and he, she's, she's like, walking up to him all sexy with her hands behind her back. And instead of like him like maybe embracing her yeah, or yeah, kissing well, her, or I something have like a that, comment on that. Yeah, but uh, he he's like Heather's like get on the floor, and he so he does. He lies down. She fucking mounts him, and she's we see she's holding a knife behind her back at this point, and it looks like she's gonna kiss him, and then she just starts stabbing the shit out of this guy, killing him, but. There's so many things wrong with this scene. With this, it, it, it's. <laughs> oh, I get. I just. Marshall's got a migraine. I, it, this movie gives me a migraine. So yeah, she walks up to him, does the come hither thing. She he lays down. Yes. And, and he just no 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 exactly. If you're here for a whole invasion, you're gonna not gonna say, oh, all right, let's get it on. First, yeah. First of all, um, why would a goon just give? into her and think that she's actually going to fuck him. Like, there's no way like, a scared kid is like going to, oh, this girl who I just burst into her house suddenly wants to jump my bones. Like, all right, let's do it. Sweet. Yeah. And second, I don't think he would just lie down on the floor and, and be the, the, uh, 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 in a submissive position. The submissive. Thank you. Submissive. Yeah. If this is, he's going to grab her and he's going to be the aggressor. He's going to fuck her. Right. He was like, Hey, I want you to fuck me. He's going to be, he's going to grab her. He's going to be on top. He's the one that's going to take charge. It's not just like lay down and be like, all right, for it. It's sweet. Yeah. Oh my! It, try to wrap your head around this. It just makes your head hurt. It's so fucking ridiculous and, and bad. The stabbing is pretty bad too because she. They show her just like stabbing down, and it, I swear it was like when they, when it's the stabbing sound, it's like plastic. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> 
It doesn't sound, and there's no scream. He never screams. You're right. He, he doesn't never scream. hollers. He never goes, oh my God. Nothing. You're right. Which is not a great point because, like, even he's not getting stabbed, like, right in the throat or in the face. Like, he wouldn't be screaming at that point, in which case the people downstairs would hear him. And But yeah, that, that's another big, big flaw right there in, in this. Now, we cut back to Jeremy at, still at the bar. Who, for seemingly at this point, no reason, just starts a bar fight with the other cops. Dude. He's just staying there at the fireplace, turns around and, like, smashes a beer bottle in this one cop's head. It's so bad. And, yeah, this, oh, holy shit, is this fucking bad. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. It is the worst fight scene ever. Like, the actors are literally punching and fighting in slow motion. Not... Not this is not a, actual this slow is motion. Not, like, this is like them punching in slow motion, and then like dodge. It, it's awful. The choreography is just shit. It's the worst fight scene I've ever seen put on film, dude. Ever. I did a, I did a fight scene in high school play. Yeah, it was way better than this. <laughs> in my high school play, it was horrible. Like slow motion, slow motion punch, and they would put like the fist against the face and then push, yeah, to make the turn, <laughs> and you know they they would throw someone up on the ground and like gently lower them to the ground. <laughs> it is laughable, but it takes place in like a span of four feet. Yeah, they don't move, they don't turn. Like he throws a spinning back kick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> In super, like, ugh, it barely touches the guy. He goes flying against the bar. Yeah, oh. it's the worst fight scene ever. It's we cannot so emphasize bad. enough. Uh, Jeremy easily takes out two guys. And then the third guy comes up, smashes the beer bottle over Jeremy's head, turning the tide. But in comes the captain and Harry, or Henry, and they break up the fight. So, uh, yeah, the captain the comes captain... in, who's <laughs> fucking fat as hell. He Holy so shit. fat. He sees what's happening. He turns. He locks the door he behind does, him. Which, and... by the way, there are other people in yeah. the bar just sitting there drinking at the bar like nothing's going on. It's not like this is an empty bar closing no. time or something. <laughs> it's like <laughs> just your neighborhood bar with a bunch of people and a guy walks in and locks the door and he's like, all right, time to get shit. It's about to get real. <laughs> and so Henry, Harry, whatever, and the cop restrained that the one who hit Jeremy, the third guy who hit Jeremy with the bottle and he's like, then the cam's like, Jeremy, we got this. You go home to your wife. It's all, no, you were never don't, here. Don't you worry about it. We'll yeah. take care of it, buddy. You were like, never here. Like, what the fuck is going to happen? Yeah, so Jeremy leaves, and the captain takes an aluminum bat and just swing, hits so, the fucking cop in the head with an aluminum bat. So, yeah, Harry, what? the bartender, <laughs> you fucking kidding me? got a towel around the neck of the third man. Yes, the other two yes, were down. yeah. The third guy even says, "Hey, Captain, how's it going? Oh, you know, we're just settling things out. We're just, yeah, we're just having, good here. we're just letting off steam. We're just letting you know? off, yeah. So he works for the captain. Yes, he's their man. He's the cop. And the Harry's holding him, and then they lock the door. Jeremy leaves, and the Harry goes, "I'll show you what a beat cop does." Yeah, and they and then they show the captain. Raise a baseball bat above his head like a fucking battle axe, yeah. and swing down. Did he just kill? I know. Are you did, fucking kidding me? Did he just kill his, his old man? Cop? His old cop? Like, it's, again, it's in front of so many witnesses that there are people just sitting at the bar watching this what happen. What the fuck is that? What? What? What captain? 
Yeah, I know. I was like, I'm, I can't even put together a coherent sentence to express the lunacy of this lot, this scene. And what happens? Ugh. Like, he was like, hey, you're reprimanded. You're, you're suspended without pay. You know, go home. Maybe punch him in the gut. Yeah, Maybe like somebody, punch. not brain he's him like with a fucking, fucking bat. bat. He's your own cop. He's, he works for you. <laughs> it's so goddamn retarded. I, it's, oh, it's nauseating almost. I'm already out. I've, I've gone through this entire flask. <laughs> we have, like, we're just we're still doing this movie. Jesus. Back at Jeremy's house, Rebecca's tied up. She's gagged. Hat sits next to her, calmly eating cookies, while Goon One stands behind her. Hat wants to know where Jeremy is, but she's like, "Hey, I don't know." This causes Hat to scream like a madman in her face, but then he goes right back to being calm. And this one scream, like, okay, he's, you know, snapping. I get he's mad, but it kind of goes on too long. Like, that, yo, he holds that scream a little too, too I kind of liked it. I kind of like This was the only, the three minutes of the movie I liked. Yeah, I will agree. Because of this guy, because of Bill Orber's, his performance is Hat. Um, and I'm sorry, every time I hear a guy named Hat, I, it's ridiculous. And every time I see, see like, all I think of is that South Park episode with, like, Free Hat. <laughs> the free, where there was another killer yeah. it, it, it was like trying to get him out of jail for a like killing or something like that he did something really weird creepy um so suddenly rebecca starts speaking in spanish yeah which i was like oh. caught me off guard like did she just get possessed like totally authentic <laughs> like, I <had> like <laughs> trilling her r's and like, i had no idea she's supposed to be hispanic like or latino right out of mexico city <laughs> Like a street merchant just telling someone to fuck off. I was like, you know? Where did that come from? I know. I was like, holy shit. I mean, she's got brown hair. That's about it. It's more, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's completely like, what? <laughs> so, again, the scene between Hannah and Rebecca, even though it's good, it goes on for a while, and I eventually got bored with it. I yeah. really did. Um, Hat sends Goon 1 upstairs to check on Goon 2 because, like, hey, he's been up for a while. But before Goon 2 can leave, they think they hear something outside. Heather comes down the stairs covered in blood and just walks out the front door. Like, nobody stops. Nobody sees. She just walks down the stairs out the door yeah. like nothing happened. Um, outside, Hat sneaking around the house with his silenced Uzi, by the way. Uh, he, he finds and grabs Heather, saying, God knows how much I love little girls. But before he can do anything, he notices Heather is looking up and behind him in fear. Hat turns around, finds himself face-to-face with Krampus. Heather runs off. Hat falls to the ground, fires a few rounds at Krampus, but he quickly runs out of ammo. Now, normally in these movies, we always compl- were complaining about the opposite, the, the, the gun that never runs out of ammo, the magic gun. But this time, an Uzi with the extended clip yes. runs out of ammo like after seven shots, seven to ten shots, which would never happen because this clip is easily a 30-round clip, if not more. It's like, <laughs> done, out of ammo. It's like, what? <laughs> really? You can't make... Really? You even <sighs> fuck that up? Like, just have him unload an Uzi. But no. Oh, we're out of ammo. Out of ammo. <laughs> Krampus picks up Hat by the neck, lifts him off the ground and into the air. Holding him off the ground with one hand, Krampus pulls him in close and tells him that he's been naughty. And then Hat just seems to die. I yeah. mean, he, 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 you don't really see... I guess he choked him to death, but you don't really see anything. You don't really hear a, like a snapping the neck. A or crack. He just... Eyes, I guess. Like you never really see him again. He's like you've been naughty, and then you see some feet, him holding the feet, holding the yeah, body up at the feet, and that's it. Him. Never, yeah, he drops yeah. him. You never see him. I think like, you do see him, but he's. I guess he's dead. Um, so this is the first time we get a really good look at Krampus's face, which looks just like a, a higher end Halloween mask. Yeah. 
uh, like one that you know a giant box would be behind the counter up on yeah. the wall. This is the, this is the good shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeremy pull uh, pulls up. He finds Heather outside, bloody, Dude. but he leaves her alone. Yeah, yeah. So he's drunk, concussed, and he comes up and he sees his daughter outside. I think she's got a little. She's got blood on her from stabbing. Yeah, the shit. she's, her, she's, she's covered, covered in blood. blood, and he's just like, "You okay?" How many are in there? All right, stay here. And she's obviously fucking cold because the one thing they did get right in this movie is that there's snow. There is snow. There's a yeah. lot of snow. A lot of snow. And she's standing like in like pajama pants oh, oh, and a and tank t- top. Yeah, like and you can tell it's she's, like a t- t-shirt. Yeah, she's like fucking freezing. <laughs> just, just tell her to get in the car. Exactly. Like, stay now- here. Don't move. And she's like, fuck. So, <laughs> on his way into the house, he finds Hat's body in the yard. He hears Rebecca scream, but before he goes to check on his daughter, he decides, you know what? I'm going to shoot Hat twice in the face. Yeah. Again, he's a cop who's shooting a perk in the face. He's already down. What the shit, man? He doesn't know he's dead. We don't know if he's... He he might not still be dead, but he sees and goes, oh, there he is. Pop, pop. (laughs) These cops... All the cops in this town need to be locked up and thrown out the door. This this town should be living in fear of the police. Like, Krampus is doing God's work, man. He is taking. He should be taking out these crooked cops. He's taking out Jeremy and Walker. They're just like a wild gang. They are. Yeah. It's like the wild fucking west, yeah. man. Billy Kidd and his crew just doing whatever the fuck they want. And they can do because they have a badge. Yeah. So. At the front door, he tells Heather to run straight up to her room after he goes inside. And again, another shitty idea and proof that he's a bad cop. First of all, he never calls in or requests backup at his house. I personally would never tell my daughter to run in blindly somewhere where there's intruders that you don't know where there are, how many are left. Have her wait in the car or better yet, run to a neighbor's house to call for help than blindly running upstairs where if all they know, one of them could be up there waiting for them. But he's like, nope, go on into this dangerous area. I God damn it. I want to throw something. I really want to <laughs> throw something right now. So Jeremy throws open the front door and immediately just shoots Goon One in the head, killing from him. From across the room. From across the house. Yeah. He's like, on the complete other uh, opposite side of the house. Goon One looks over going, huh? And Bam. then, boom, <laughs> dead center right in the forehead. Yeah. Uh, he frees Rebecca. They hug. And then all of a sudden, Jeremy blurts out that he's here, he's here. And Rebecca's like, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what? Who's here? Because there's no reason for Jeremy to know anything about Krampus. I know. No reason. He None. starts going, oh, he's here, he's here. She's like, what are you talking about? He runs over, picks up like a Krampus DVD. Or a book or, or something. Or a book. Yeah. And he's like, look, look. <laughs> like, huh? It says Krampus on it. And he's like, it's here. Yeah. It's here. He... <laughs> This doesn't make any sense. He begins to ramble on about Krampus. Now Krampus is after him, and he still has 12 minutes till midnight, so he's got 12 minutes left. And that's when he gets attacked behind, from behind by Krampus, who comes out of fucking nowhere, by the way. Just nowhere. Blackout as Rebecca screams. We jump to Krampus running a black finger over Jeremy's face, saying, Merry Christmas, Jeremy, as Jeremy lies there unconscious. And this made me think, how many times has this bastard been knocked out in this movie in the same day? <laughs> like, this schmuck is going to be heavily concussed and have brain damage. Poor bastard. He's been un- knocked unconscious two, maybe three times, hit over the head with a beer bottle, which he, nearly knocked him unconscious. That's a really bad CTE going on. <laughs> He's going to be bad shape. Uh, he finds Rebecca is chained up by Krampus's chains. Jeremy comes to. 
in slow motion, of course. Again, not Nia, but he, slow motion. He crawls over to Rebecca, who is now dead. Why? Yeah. Was she naughty? We never, we never, she didn't do anything that naughty in the movie. poor lady, all she tried to do was bake some shitty looking cookies and have a nice Christmas. And protect her family. And protect her family. Why? Yeah, she should not be dead. Like, but she's dead. Yeah. And by Krampus. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, he he holds Rebecca, her body in his arms. Time passes. A lot of time. A lot of time. Jesus. And he finally realized that. Oh, now he realizes, holy shit, I have a daughter. Which I apparently forgot <laughs> about this entire time. Her. Yeah. So he gets up, rushes upstairs. As and, he's rushing, the effects are like split. It's like yeah, it's distorted, distorted film. Yeah. And it just keeps going and going and going. But the funny thing is he gets to the top of the stairs. But as soon as he gets to the top... He turns around and runs right back down the stairs, <laughs> stumbles over the Christmas tree where he finds a large sack. Like a big burlap, burlap sack. Burlap sack. He opens it up and starts pouring out thinks, various, like, wrap. He rap- thinks yeah. that Heather's in it, I guess. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's the thing I got. Like, oh, he thinks Heather's body's in there. All he's doing is pouring out present after present. Realizes that Heather's not there. He starts to cry. He stumbles out the front door where he falls to his knees as more cops arrive on the scene, which, huh? <laughs> Nobody ever called them. How are they there? But they're there. Uh, we cut to Krampus's cave. The camera pans around the candlelit cave, and it comes to a stop on the naughty list. And a knife stabs down right on Heather Duffin's name. And we cut to Heather, who is now chained up, and she has now become Krampus's new pet girl. Blackout, roll credits. During the credits, there are some outtakes, of, but nothing special or even that funny. It's just bullshit. Bullshit. That's Krampus, the Christmas devil. Holy fuck, what a piece of crap that is. <laughs> uh, let's, oh, God. Let's move on to favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. All right, favorite kills. Again, this movie is shit for kills. It's really awful. Shitty. Uh, trying even to pick it. it whatever. Uh, <laughs> we're doing it because we do it, but I wouldn't even bother. I wouldn't even bother. There's really not good. The, the kills are shit. They are. They're all shit. They're, they're really bad. They are. <laughs> yeah, I gotta pick one, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, we don't even know if some people even die. Yeah, technically. <laughs> like, uh, uh, I guess my favorite kill would be uh, Norris in Krampus's lair. Yeah. Where he, you know, he says, fuck you. And Krampus <laughs> stabs him. It's the, it's, it's a shitty, it's, it's a shitty effect. Oh, yeah. But it's like the attempt at an effect, I guess. Yeah. They're trying, so I guess I'll say that's my favorite one for the attempt. The heartbeat squish with yet with <laughs> fucking Jello. Yeah, I, um, I. It's what we. It looks like the things that we did when we were teenagers. Yes, it does. In nineteen ninety six, ninety four. So for them to be doing this twenty years later and have like this the the same type of effects, I'm like, god damn, guys, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> has really shit the bed on this one but yeah that's my favorite kill um yeah i i'm gonna agree with you on that i i the same thing like the same reason it's the only one that it looked like they made it any kind of attempt on it's the only one actual real kill uh that you really see in the movie of any worse so it's not exciting it sucks this week but that's it we're both taking uh norris in the cave with the heart and the knife so that's it um, let's move on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? 
All right, ratings. IMDb gives it a 1.7 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, no thermometer score, but it has a 17% audience score. And Amazon gives it a 2 out of 5. That's pretty low for Amazon. Yeah, that is low. That's This is one of our lowest. So what was IMDb again? 1.7. Out of 10. Out of 10. 1.7. They can't even get two full stars. Nope. Uh, plot keywords. There were only 10. Sorry, I just wrote them all down. Panties? Nope, but there oh, should wow. have been. Yeah. <laughs> um, Christmas Horror Hall, H-U-L-L, like the director's name. I, why that's a plot keyword, I don't fucking know. That's it's really not strange. like I watch E.T. and then Spielberg yeah. like, or Star Wars and Lucas. I, I don't know. Uh, Santa Claus, Christmas, Devil, Krampus. And then it gets pervy. And then it goes bare breast, female nudity, chained to a wall is a plot keyword, and pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Pervert is a fucking... What want, kind of movies can I find a good perv in? Yeah, I want a pervy movie. Uh, so, moving on to trivia. Um, the picture that is put up in the missing kid's room is the director's nephew, the one that he, you see pinned to the wall. Uh, and behind it are his other nephews. Um, all the children on the maps were pictures given to the director by his friends. However, the the wanted posters, the missing posters on the side of the maps are actual missing children posters. The director and producers hoped it would be beneficial in helping finding the actual missing children. Really? Do they really think this will be a beneficial? I'm not going to knock it for that if that's true. But yeah. uh, <laughs> Jeremy Duffin's house in the movie is actually that of the actor A.J. Leslie. His wife, Candy, can be seen as the reporter in the movie. <laughs> uh, What's her name? Candy. <laughs> uh, with an I. Oh, perfect. Even better. <laughs> Uh, Jason Hall learned of Krampus during the filming of his second film the, called The Four. After they completed post-production on it, he immediately began writing the Krampus screenplay, uh, which he should have spent a little more time on. Uh, <laughs> Krampus's cave is actually the basement of a local tavern in Edinburgh, Pennsylvania called Fat Willie's. The owners were gracious enough to allow them to film there even while the bar was busy. And Paul Firm, F-E-R-M, who played Santa Claus, is actually a former Miami area homicide detective. He actually made the child Sean, played uh, uh, played by Ben Weaver, cry during the cage scene in the, in the cave. Benny was so scared he wouldn't return to the cave while Paul was present. Yeah. Director Jason Hall had to cut a page from the script because Benny was too so afraid of Paul, which... Is evident in the video. Like yeah. this kid looks like he's about to piss himself. Dude. <laughs> this guy is laying into him. <laughs> what the? It's like some fucking trauma there. It's yeah. Like, well, there's a reason there's a Screen Actors Guild. You know. <laughs> like, maybe we should protect some of these child actors. You're giving this kid fucking trauma for your movie, for your shitty, shitty movie. Goddamn, ease back a little bit, guys. Now, I was hesitant to bring this up because that's it for trivia. We have a budget, but it's a, it's not the budget. Because I was looking around, like it's obviously something like Wikipedia went in and Wikipedia and like fucked it up and it's like being funny. Because uh, there's no way the budget listed is what the budget. Um, Can I take a guess? If at you the, want the, the guess, the, yeah. the supposed. Sure. Okay, because I know I didn't see it. I don't know, but it sounds like it's going to be way more than what <laughs> what they really did put into it. Yeah. Uh. Five hundred thousand dollars, way off. Okay, seven million five hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> That's what somebody put as a budget on this thing. These laundering, <laughs> these money laundering motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a bike gang. It really is. And a they're bike just gang. like trying to like like they're they're, they're, trying to, they're trying to launder all their angel dust money. Yeah, all their meth money. Meth. <laughs> 
Let's make a movie. Seven million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I, mean, I was just nowhere that they caused that stuff, but it's just funny that that's what was written down. <laughs> Seven and a half million dollars. Oh my god. Oh my god. They are they are laundering money. <laughs> Dude, we need to call the FBI and have them look into this. Like, hey, we're a podcast, but we need to do our civil duty. We think we're onto something here. <laughs> we might be onto something. You need to look into these motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> Seven and a half million dollars? Fuck you. That's crazy. You're just admitting your crime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, oh, let's move on to five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. <laughs> now, there were 77 total reviews on Amazon for this movie. 17% of them are five-star reviews, while 64% are one-star reviews. Wow, <laughs> that is an overwhelming one-star review. Most of the five-star reviews read as follows great movie great movie great price fast shipping great movie great thanks great dollar sign dollar sign dollar sign good b movie that's what most of them were but then there were a few others <laughs> that uh go like from jcg and tlg picked up in my local wally world and i enjoy these types of movies tremendously don't look for a big budget film but it's not that which makes zero sense. Uh, I could see this turning into an underground cult classic. Five stars. If you're an asshole. Yes. Now, from Rebecca D. I love how people are ragging on this film. Indie films are not perfect, and I found this one to be quite interesting and funny. Perhaps the negative Nancys need a visit from Krampus himself, because all you're getting this year is a lump of coal. I enjoyed it. One of the many actresses is super fine. It's a good film. Eh, great by any... Buy indie standards and tight budgets. Go back to your parents' basement and enjoy being riddled by this review. Five stars. What? <laughs> yes. The many actresses? Many. One of the, ma- the main one of the main actresses is super fine. Uh, the only one I know is kind of attractive the is the wife. Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, that's <laughs> from Rebecca D. Uh, from Tony... Rudisil writes scary five star like there's nothing scary about well it's scary but not in the way (laughs) it's supposed to be uh jeff writes very fast shipping can't wait to see it five stars for sure five stars can't wait to see it (laughs) he gives him five stars before he's even seen the thing i hope he killed himself (laughs) (laughs) that fucker (laughs) if i'm an amazon customer just this met my expectations. Five stars. First of all, the grammar is backwards. It's, it's like if this just met your expectations, you need to raise your yeah, expectations no a lot. Shit. And second, that's not a five star review. That's a three at best. Like a C. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. All right. The last two. Last ones from Tim O'Donnell, the Celtic critic, on February fourteenth, twenty seventeen. Krampus, a bloody Christmas, and the amazing loveliness of Angela Lee. What more could you ask for in a film? That's the title of his review. Here we go. This one's a little longer, so prepare. Filmmaker Josh Hull brings us up to date on the legend of Krampus in this bloody, brilliant tale of a Christmas gone awry. And first of all, he capitalizes really odd words like that don't need to be capitalized throughout this whole thing. He starts by presenting us with the origins of Krampus and his connection with Santa. 
then goes right into the Krampus horror being inundated upon a small cut-off town. Cut-off? They never announced that they're in quarantine. They're not yeah, cut-off. Well, they're not like out in the middle of nowhere. They yeah. got a bar. They got stuff going on. Uh, the tale li- lively moves along and has plenty of twists and side stories that make the story riveting. And there's plenty of action mayhem. The acting is superb and well cast. Paul Firm is fabulous as the vindictive Santa. And A.J. Leslie is fantastic as Jeremy Duffin. The Krampus hunter who's still also trying to protect his family. The wife Rebecca and daughter Heather. Award winning actor Bill Overs Jr. makes an appearance as the brutal sociopath Brian Hatt. In his usual flawless fashion. The rest of the cast is equally as good. Which brings me to the incredible and beautiful and perfectly stacked Angelina Lee as a reluctant Krampus pet. <laughs> now that's perfect casting. A howdy blood fest that can be enjoyed all year long. One more thing. Now that I know Angelina Angelina Lee is his pet. All my Christmas wishes will be addressed to Krampus. Three exclamation marks. Five stars. Someone's got a boner for that chick. Yeah. Big time. Big time. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> it's like, that was, fuck you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, now, just for fun measure, because we have a little time to kill, I did write a one-star review down that I got off of uh, IMDb, and it's from Dan Panic entitled Dear Lord. <laughs> Jason Hall had something great going for him. He jumped in on the ground floor of the ever-growing love of Krampus legend. Then he took all the money he collected to make the film and spent it on hookers and PCP. I figured that this film was going to be a giant piece of crap, but considering the supposed budget and hype for the film, being the first to tackle Krampus, I figured it would be at least entertaining, uh, be an entertaining kind of bad. Instead, it's a complete mess of detective drama slash serial killer slash thriller and horror film. Almost unwatchable, even if you ignore how Jason completely ignores every bit of Krampus legend and instead turns this into a bad episode of Law & Order SVU, ruined my Christmas and my life. One star. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. Like It's funny he wrote it because I, I said that actually in the opening. Like This is more like a really bad episode of SVU than, than a, a Christmas horror movie. There's, It's just... God, it's just bad in every sense of the word. Like I, I'm running out of energy and, and things to say about it, like, like even try to be remotely. Yeah, I came in anymore, like, is, in a good mood. Now I'm like, nah. you're right. I, I'm kind of in a bad mood now. Like, <laughs> I, it brought me down. All right. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Put a nice little shitty bow on it. Aaron, <laughs> make it official. What's your final? Thought? I think it goes without saying. So bad it's scary. So bad it's fucking scary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a movie that doesn't know what it wants to fucking be. Is it a Christmas movie? Is it a horror movie? Is it a cop movie? Is it a crime movie? Is yeah. it a thriller? It's like, let's just take a little bit of everything and smash it all together, take a shit on it, and fucking rub it around with some Yuletide cheer and fucking slap the word Krampus on it and try and piggyback off the Krampus craze that's going on. Personally, I'm not a huge Krampus guy. I know it's like this fad that's kind of been going on the last like five, six years or something. It's like, ooh, Krampus, he's like the scary Santa. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. yes, that's true in German lore. Uh, yeah, they talked about Krampus being around. Yeah, great. That's not my fucking Christmas. <laughs> I don't want to do anything with that. Fuck off, Krampus. You know, that's all I got to say. So I don't mind a little dabble here, a little dabble there. And these guys obviously just tried to piggyback off it. They just slapdashed a horrible script. Well, I don't know if they're really piggybacking because if if this was the date, this this really might have been the first of the Krampus movies before the big, you know, wave hit. But they re-released it in 2015 to try and piggyback Right, to try to pick that one. But I'm saying when it was first filmed, maybe not. Okay, well, regardless, still 
God damn it. This movie is just, there was no care or effort or attention paid to any aspect of filmmaking. Whether the acting, the editing, the lighting, the camera work, the sound, nothing. There's There was no semblance of effort, essentially, into this. It just seemed like a bunch of dudes who like to play with guns who had some money to spend and go play off and jerk off in the woods. <laughs> and that's what it was. Well, I like horror movies. Well, I like cop movies. Well, I like thrillers. Well, how about Christmas? It's like they just like did all this crap together. Fuck you. Fuck you in your fucking face. <laughs> so bad it's scary. Um. Well, I... I mimic that. I, I mirror that exactly. I mean, it, it's it's so bad, it's scary. The, you guys do not waste your time with this movie. It, it, everything Aaron says, right on. It, they did. I know I'm gonna probably repeat a few, but yeah, it's exactly what you said. Like they tried a little bit of everything together, which it makes the movie complete nonsense. Like you don't need the shit with Brian Hat. He, he it's really pointless to the character, the story. You don't need the hat. You don't need uh, all this other shit. It, I don't mind the Krampus. Yeah, it's a craze right now. It's fine. I don't mind the Krampus. The idea, it's a good thing for a movie. I mean, it's a great idea for filmmaking, for Christmas work. I get it. But it's so poorly done. Like I said, they feel like they put, I'm sure they did when they were making it. They probably thought, hey, this is great. We're, make, we're crying hard. But man, it feels like they didn't put any effort into it. I really agree. Um, So bad, it's scary. I'm not going to ramble on. It's just fucking awful in every sense of the word. Uh, So... There you have it, guys. Holiday season episode one kicked off with a shit turd. Yeah. Well, a shit, shit turd? That's kind of the same thing, but... Uh, <laughs> kind of redundant. It's kind of redundant, but it needs to be redone with this movie. You can't emphasize enough how shitty this thing is. Uh, so, in the meantime, guys, we'll be back next week with another Christmas horror movie for the Yay. season. And in the meantime, guys, watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight. Merry Christmas. <laughs>